with some fiscal policy and everything like that. Uh, Lee, let's combine uh, topics number one and two, uh, the global economy uh, and uh, Donald Trump, since uh, we, you, you mentioned him. Uh, <laughs> and let's combine it in the American election. Um, we've been talking about the global economy muddling along and we have an election now. So we're going to have five more months of, of our economy just keeping pace. Yeah. I think we will. I think we're looking at that. I think um, a lot is going to be, you know, pending what happens in November. Uh, but I, I think that there, you know, earlier this week, I mean, markets did well. Some speculated yeah. it was because Trump stumbled a little bit. I think there is a little bit of fear, a lot of fear uh, on behalf of investors of what could possibly happen mm-hmm. if he takes office. Sudeep, unknown unknowns, yeah? We don't know what it is. Unknown could, unknowns right. for five months, five <laughs> months of trying to figure Carol. out what... Donald Trump actually stands for and how far to the center Hillary Clinton will go if she does. Hmm. Sudeep Reddy uh, at the Wall Street Journal. We got him down in Washington. Lee Gallagher was in our brand new spiffy bureau in New York City. Thanks, Mm -hmm. you two. Thanks, Thanks, guy. guy. All right, we'll see you. Be good. On Wall Street today, well, it was a little grim. Actually, we'll have the details when we do the numbers. The story of this Friday is a media story that wraps in Silicon Valley, celebrity journalism, the federal bankruptcy code, and the changing nature of web publishing. Maybe a little bit of, huh, too. Gawker Media filed for Chapter 11 protection today after the judge in the Hulk Hogan sex tape suit confirmed a $140 million judgment against that company. Peter Kafka is a senior editor at Recode. He has been covering this case and the story. Peter, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Give me your gut reaction to this news, huh? Uh, this is something that Gawker's been trying to avoid for, for many months, um, and I think over the last few weeks sort of recognized was coming, but I think people outside the company, it'll be quite shocking to them. The surprise really is how close Gawker was to the edge, right? Yeah, I mean, Gawker didn't want to come out and say it for a bunch of reasons. They didn't want to upset their staff, but they, you know, at one point, uh, maybe a year ago, they were out trying to raise money, and they were telling bankers they were going to worth many hundreds of millions of dollars, and they were going to be very profitable. Uh, they ended up losing money last year, uh, in part because they took on a big lease, but in large part because they were fighting this this lawsuit against Hulk Hogan, it turns out, Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel, uh, the guy who, as you said, has been bankrolling this lawsuit, uh, told the New York Times not too long ago, uh, it's less about revenge and more about specific deterrence. How do you read that? Well, it's very much about revenge. He's punishing Gawker for stories that they published about him and people who are his friends, in his own words. Uh, the deterrence thing is sort of interesting to think about. I mean, what are other publications supposed to think about now as they publish stories that might upset Peter Thiel or other billionaires? Um, I don't know if Peter Thiel has really thought that one through, but he's certainly it certainly is revenge against Gawker. I mean, the company's in Chapter 11. It's going to be sold. It's the definition of revenge. So this is going to be a sale, right? It's Chapter 11 leading to a sale, and there's a bidder in the works already. Yes, Ziff Davis has said they're going to buy the thing um, for something around $100 million. What Gawker is hoping is now that Ziff Davis has sort of staked a claim that it will get other bidders to come in and hopefully offer more money than that. I think Nick Denton would realistically like to get about twice that price. Can we read into this anything about how fragile the web publishing business is? Um, I don't know that you can. I mean, I think uh, Gawker, with or without the Hulk Hogan case, was probably already sort of going to be in the rearview mirror in web publishing. It had been eclipsed by bigger publishers like BuzzFeed, like Vox Media, where I work. 
Um, it had sort of missed the Facebook era. It sort of belatedly had come to it. I think web publishing had sort of moved on from the era that where Gawker was a dominant publisher. This is a natural, normal thing. It's just how, how mm. publishing works in general. Um, there's plenty of good questions to ask about web publishing and digital publishing. I don't think the Gawker case is, is sort of indicative of most of them. It's worth a mention that Ziff Davis in their press release today said, yeah, we're looking at Lifehacker and Gizmodo and a bunch of other properties that Gawker Media owns, but not Gawker itself. Yeah, I think for quite some time, um, Dent and other folks have been trying to ring fence the idea. Ring fence Gawker is the terminology yeah. they use. Where the, the, we have one bad asset, Gawker. It's sort of it's tarnished. We realize no one wants to buy that. But these other assets, um, they have loyal traffic. They, they haven't done heinous things, or many of them haven't done heinous things. Um, these have real value, and, and that's the proposition. And that seems to be the proposition that this is Davis thinks. This will take a while because, as you write today, nobody wants to buy into a Peter Thiel lawsuit. So we're going to wait for that to get settled, and then and then this thing's going to proceed. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, the 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 idea of Chapter Eleven, right, is sort of is sort of to get gone.